The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey. We are very glad to have you with us today. We really think we have a very good show. <laughs> That's my best Ed Sullivan. I know it's horrible. That was pretty good. Yeah. But if you don't know who Ed Sullivan is, you're a lot younger than us, <laughs> and much younger than Dennis, and uh, you could Google it or YouTube it. You'll see who it is. But uh, we, we do have a good show tonight. We continue to talk about, uh, on the show today, the pillars. And we've been talking about pillars for a while, the pillar of a man's journey. Mm-hmm. And so what were some of the pillars that we've talked about so far, guys? Faith, joy, love. Uh, hope. We talked about hope. We talked about uh, an adventure. And community. And community. And, and Jim made a good point, by the way, Sam. That, you know, you had talked, and I thought that it's absolutely awesome that, um, that if – you know your pillars aren't in a line that you you know you can lean and you can kind of fall over because you didn't have all the pillars but based on how many pillars we're putting up if there's 46 pillars <laughs> you but a few of them can be laid and they're still standing <laughs> it all depends on how big the structure is there you go yeah so if you have a very small structure yeah if it's a big big but there's no doubt that um if you don't have one of these there's a big hole yeah, and you can feel it in your soul, yeah, and that's why interesting. The pillar tonight is one I would not have guessed ten years ago was even close to a pillar in my life. Absolutely, you know, a lot of times we don't look at that as something that we need, and what we're topic- talking about is the need for a battle to fight. You know, it's not that we're saying that men should go out looking for battles, but men should be willing to fight battles that come to them that need to be fought. Right, but why would that be an important thing for a man to have a battle to fight? Why would we consider that to be a pillar? Well, if you look at the other side, and John talked about this in Wild at Heart, um, what does it mean if we become soft as a man? And if we don't have a warrior mentality, if we don't look at ourselves as having a battle to fight, and we're not talking about going out and picking a fight every morning before you go to work, but uh, if we're soft, what, what are we going to stand for? You know, what are we going to stand up for? Who are we going to stand up for? And it gets, you know, I think, to that we're made in the image of God. And one of the things that I clearly misunderstood 10 years ago as I talked about that I had some big understandings in my faith was that the Lord is a warrior and the warrior is his name. <laughs> and, and, you know, the way he has risen up throughout history to fight Israel's battles or our battles, uh, it's unbelievable, it, it, you know, how much power and how much might and how that comes out in you when, you know, that part of you rises up, right, Jim? Yeah, and it's, it, it amazes me that there was war in heaven before we were even around. I mean, I've always often wondered Before why. you were around? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, even before me. Before Harold was around. (laughs) Harold, I'm not so sure. We're picking on him because he doesn't have a microphone. But your question earlier was why do we 
have a battle to fight, and it's because we were created to fight. Now, you have to ask God why we were created that way. But what little kid isn't trying to win battles Mm -hmm. before he's even old enough to think about what's going on? Yeah, and it may not be a physical battle, but it could be a mental battle. You know, John writes in the book that for some kids that's chess. You know, that's very much a battle. Yeah. Right. I mean, you're you're dealing with literally a, a, a battlefield, you know, in front of you. He also talked about uh, having a battle on the golf course, hitting balls, which uh, may be a great lead into our first clip here. It is, and actually, this is what we're not talking about, <laughs> but it's a great clip to listen to. It's from Happy Gilmore, and it involves a. Uh, uh, Adam Sandler's Happy Gilmore and Bob Barker. All right, Happy. Nice and easy. <laughs> that was not nice and easy. <laughs> that guy's driving me crazy. You know what's driving me crazy? You not getting the ball in the hole. Don't push me, Bob. Now's not the time. We haven't seen Happy Gilmore play this badly since his first day on tour. He and Bob Barker are now dead last. I can't believe you're a professional golfer. I think you should be working at the snack bar. You better relax, Bob. There is no way that you could have been as bad at hockey as you are at golf. All right, let's go. You like that, old man? You want a piece of me? I don't want a piece of you. I want the whole thing. Now you're gonna get it, Bobby! Happy! The price is wrong, Bob. (laughs) I think you've had enough. No? Now you've had enough. Happy. Bob took him out. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching that movie, and that part just cracked me up because you know you have Bob Barker, who's on the uh, Price Is Right for so many years. Yeah, you know, just kind of seems this mellow guy, and uh, not how he portrayed. But that kind of leads us to part of the second point of if we don't have a real battle in our life, everything becomes a battle, or the wrong things become a battle. You know, if I'm not fighting against something that really I'm passionate about. I may choose to fight with a loved one over something that really doesn't quite matter, mm-hmm. like where the toothpaste is set <laughs> that day or, or whatever that might look like, that we need to have real battles in our life for lots of different reasons. It just occurred to me, we were talking just before we went on the air about I just got back from a cruise, and I heard lots of folks whining about very unimportant things And picking battles with wonderful crew members that were there to serve us. And it just hit me that during that, I was fighting a battle because I stepped in just about every time I heard it and said, they would say, you know, they're doing a real good job with this, that. And I was picking a fight while others were picking a fight. Just because I was irritated, they were picking on these wonderful folks. Absolutely. You know, you step into a gap that needs to be filled. 
you know, I don't think it's any accident of anything that God puts in the Bible, right? He puts it all in there for a reason. And, and one of those is the statement, the Lord is a warrior. And the Lord is his name. And, and you talked a little bit about that, Robbie. But we're created in that image. So we're created to be warriors. And warriors need a battle. And I had an incident that at first it, it seemed absolutely unchristian to me that I did this at the time. But the more I've looked at it over the years, I realized it was kind of a classic Dilmore moment that actually when my um, brother-in-law committed suicide, we had to take a plane to Dallas. And at this point in time, my daughter was like one and my son was like three. And when we were getting off the plane, the guy behind my wife starts pushing her, physically pushing her. And she says, this guy behind me keeps sticking his briefcase in me. And... uh, I turned around and looked at him, and he says to me, <laughs> he says, if you would control your brats. Now, <laughs> it was kind of like, <laughs> you need to control yourself. Right now, I was not in the mood, and so I was, and I, and I, what can I say? I hit the guy, and he flew all the way up the jetway. And when, you know, I finally got up to where he was. I started to approach him again, and unbeknownst to me, there was a sky marshal or three. It must have been three because they controlled me before I got out. And I was in all sorts of holds I didn't even know. And next thing I knew, I was sitting down with all these sky marshals ready to. And it became the story of Dilmore legend at the time that you know that my my whole family was freaking out because it was on. I mean, it was just on. This guy said the wrong thing at the wrong time. But for my wife she was worth fighting for Mm -hmm. for my kids they liked that dad stood up for them and forever i thought that this was a boiling over moment you know a a point that was not necessarily a reflection of who who i am but i don't see it that way anymore it was like it was a moment the guy didn't get hurt i didn't get hurt and i didn't go to jail so it's all good (laughs) (laughs) well sam i'm in shock Yeah, I'm shocked that's the only story you have <laughs> along those lines. Oh, my. A, a man was made for battle, hmm. right? And, and what happens when a man doesn't have a battle to fight? You know, we talked a little bit about, you know, he'll find other battles, but sometimes he just finds other enticements, mm-hmm. you know, when there's nothing really to fight for. You know, I'm thinking about David, who, you know, had fought all these battles in Scripture, and then and then when he steps away from being that warrior, that's when Bathsheba enters into the picture. Exactly. That's why I said in the springtime when the kings go to war, he was out on the rooftop while Joab was out fighting the battle. Right. And so you have this warrior without a battle, and so he's enticed by sin. It's interesting that you point that out because last week when we were talking about an adventure to live, we kind of looked at the same thing. So I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, what you know, God obviously has something in mind here because whether it's an adventure or battle, if we're not looking at that from a godly standpoint, all the other things we can get into. I was also thinking about Abraham, you know, and the first couple times that he comes up to the uh, the ruler that he tells him it's his sister, you know, and then finally he doesn't do that, you know, and finally he wins the battle, and something changes there. Something changes. There's a dynamic. Uh, of walking with God through it. Mm-hmm. There, there's a dynamic of trusting in God in it, but also the dynamic of how much that had to do for his wife. Yeah, You know, I can't imagine what it was like the other two times. And Abraham was a 
you know, for lack of a, well, I won't use that word. <laughs> he was a bad dude. <laughs> I mean, he went up against those the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah. You remember as yeah. he went to rescue Lot, and I mean, he was just him and his men, and I mean, they kicked serious, you know, what have you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, but you still have to have those those right battles. Now, Jim, you talked a little bit about some of the other battles, which we'll talk about when we come back from break, but we're not just talking about physical battles, are we? No, and I, in school, was an extreme pacifist, which led to a lot of fights mm-hmm. because you could pick on the big guy and it's okay. Yeah. But we have to know what we're fighting for or it's just a fight. Absolutely. When we come back, we're going to talk about the other battles we face that sometimes we don't even realize. Most days we don't act like they exist. I'd like for you to go to maskandjourneyradio.org, register for the boot camp coming up November 9th through 12th. Hi, this is Sam with Mask and Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to maskandjourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. I am William Wallace. You've come to fight as free men. Free men you are. What will you do without freedom? Find out from Jesus what you will do with that freedom. A four-day adventure with God. It's a Masculine Journey radio boot camp. Boot camp is designed to give men permission to be what God designed them to be, passionate warriors for the kingdom. Coming this November, the 9th through the 12th, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org to register while you're thinking about it. Silver wings upon their chest These are men, America's best One hundred men will test today But only three win the Green Beret Silver wings upon their chest Dennis, they played that at your uh, high school prom, didn't they? Actually, it was a little bit before that. You know, what's interesting about that, I can remember when I was about 10 years old and we heard that song on the radio, and it was like for the 10-year-old Bruce Street gang as we were, that was just a, it was like, yeah, yeah, man, because it's, you know, it's just hearken to those, you know, if I'm a warrior, then I go off to battle and... Green Berets were some tough dudes, man. So that's about the time John Wayne had a movie out about the Green Berets. Oh yeah, that was the deal. Yeah, it was in color too. Yeah, it was. (laughs) (laughs) It was. When we left, we're talking a little bit about we have physical battles, and there are times that we need to step in for against injustice, all those kinds of things that we're called to do in the physical realm. But there's also other realms, isn't there, Jim? That we're fighting against. We're fighting, not against flesh and blood we're fighting against powers and principalities and we have to step in and that battle's fuzzy i mean it's hard to know exactly what you should do when you see injustice but it's a battle where we have a commander that will lead us into the battle in the right way and if we don't go into battle the right way i mean if we're not fighting for our wife our 
boss we're fighting with our wife and boss we're gonna fight that's not the same person is it jim no <laughs> well yes <laughs> like the captain on our ship was hilarious says i am the captain on this ship and my wife has given me permission to say so <laughs> Well, I want to go to a clip from a, a movie called Glory. And these are men that were standing up against injustice. But there was no guarantee walking into this battle what the outcome was going to be. As a matter of fact, it didn't look very good at all. But I want you to listen how they prepare for this battle and what you hear in them, what kind of wells up the life that comes in them, the purpose, the, the feeling of I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Tomorrow, we go into battle. All right. So, Lordy, let me fight with the rifle in one hand and good, good book in the other. Yeah. That if I should die at the muzzle of the rifle, die on water or on land, I may know that you Blessed Jesus Almighty are with me. We see you. And I have no fear. Amen. Amen. Oh, my Lord, 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 Lord. Oh, my Lord, 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 we stand before you this evening to say thank you. And we thank you, Father, for your grace and your many blessings. Now, I run off and left all my young'uns and my kinfolk in bondage. So I'm standing here this evening, Heavenly Father, to ask your blessings on all of us. Amen. So that if tomorrow is our great getting up morning, uh, if tomorrow we have to meet the judgment day, uh, Heavenly Father, we want you to let our folks know uh, that we died facing the enemy. We want them to know that we went down standing up amongst those that are fighting against our pressure. We want them to know, Heavenly Father, that we died for freedom. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Wow, that's a that's such a good clip. That's a great movie if you haven't seen it, um, based on a true story. And yeah. uh, that's glory. And the the situation is is that particular troop is fixing to all essentially die in tremendous courage because they had been totally. Demoralize. I mean, that yeah. w- the way that they were treated as as a black regiment exec- it was just unbelievably horrible. As you watch the movie, but how cool was it that God used that to portray what a warrior is and what courage is under the worst possible circumstances? But and and they are all the next day going to die according to the movie. And you know, literally, most of them did die in that fight. But and you know more about it than I do, Jim, because you reenacted it. But the thing that that struck me. Um, is the camaraderie, the band of brothers, the community 
when men come together in a battle that they know is worth fighting. You know, they, they, they had joined in a way that is like heaven. And, and, and that campfire scene really reminds me of that, Sam. Yeah, and I know Jim has something to say about this, but I was thinking about I was thinking about Jim a couple of days ago because when I came back home from Northern Virginia, I decided to drive down Route 11 through the Shenandoah Valley. And if you've ever been in that part of Virginia, there's there's battlefields all over the place. There's monuments and different things. And one of the things that struck me as I was making that drive is all the men who died in the Civil War and what they were fighting for and who they were fighting for and who they were fighting against, but they were all willing to do that. So, Jim, I, I thought about you. I kind of pictured you on the Newmarket battlefield when I drove through that. So, And actually, I pretended to fight on it twice, and I remember. One of, and going back to the movie, Denzel Washington's character isn't really participating in this. He is fighting the battle not only against all of the overwhelming things that they're facing together, but he's fighting all of the other men as well. And that's a picture of not having that community to be with in the fight. Now, he does come around, but as you said, and particularly in the movie, of course, you drop down in front of a masked battery and get a full shot, it can take out a regiment. Whoops, like I just took out my Mountain Dew. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't even see my hands moving on the radio. (laughs) But it, it is amazing how these men bonded together against overwhelming odds and ultimately lost and that's something we have to look at we think you know we're fighting with god we're going to win every battle look at all the casualties in god's army but did they lose no i I, (laughs) you know we do know they lost their they were killed depends on your definition right of losing yeah i was thinking about as that clip played something i hadn't thought about before with, with that clip is thinking about the disciples Right, you know, as Morgan Freeman's character talked about leaving his family and going out and fighting for people in bondage, that's what Peter and and all the disciples did. You know, they headed out, and you could say, well, they all died except for John in the end, and they all died a pretty ugly death for what they believed in. But did they lose? Yeah, absolutely not. You know, if they don't do exactly that, if they don't do that, we may not know about Jesus today. You know, I mean, it would have happened some way, but. We wouldn't have known the way we know today. Victory in Jesus isn't the world's definition right. of victory. But, but even William Wallace, as he in his famous speech said, you know, 10 years from now when you're lying in your bed, will you think back to the one time you had to stand up for freedom and you didn't do it? You know, it, 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 you know we all have those choices almost day by day of whether or not we are going to stand up. I'd like to get another clip in here pretty quickly. It's from um, Gladiator, and it talks about the importance of the choices we make. Load the catapults. Infantry form up for advance. Archers ready. Archers! Knock! Knock!
three weeks from now, I will be harvesting my crops. Imagine where you will be. And it will be so. Hold the line! Stay with me! If you find yourself alone, riding in green fields with the sun on your face, do not be troubled! For you are in Elysium! And you're already dead! <laughs> Brothers! What we do in life echoes in eternity. Now, Dennis, before we went to that, that clip, you wanted to say something. You remember what it was? I don't. Okay. But I, I can remember <laughs> what I want to say after it. That, okay. that, that you know, that, what a great line that it echoes in eternity as the captain is talking to these men and or the commander and whether they live or die. And I think that that gets to what we're talking about here with a battle to fight. It has implications far beyond just getting in a fight with someone or just rooting for one team in a football game. It's, it's a much bigger picture than that. It is. And, and fighting what you decide to fight does echo in eternity. For all those kids that didn't have a parent that, that fought for them, they had a lot more battles they wouldn't have had. You know, there's just all these things that, that affect decades, you know, down the road. And that's on some of the just physical things that we're talking about to know that your parents have your back and all that kind of thing. But spiritually, what if there's no one there to fight for you spiritually? What if there's no one there to guide you spiritually? What's the ramifications potentially down the road? You know, what's lost in that? Right? And so every decision we make, every time we stand up against a, an injustice in our world, a spiritual injustice, makes a difference. And, and whether we win or lose isn't drawn by the outcome as much as the fact that we step into the battle. Mm-hmm. Right? We win because we step into the battle and we enter that place that God's called us to enter into. Because if we don't step in there, regardless of the outcome, we lost mm-hmm. along the way. Because God will put us in, in opportunities at times that we're going to win battles so we gain confidence out of it, that we're going to get through battles with him so we gain confidence in relationship with him. But then there's others that by the world standards we won't win, but we win through God's standards because we walked with him in the midst of it. I'd encourage you this week to pray a lot about what are those things I'm battling? What are the battles I'm fighting? Am I fighting the right battles? And ask God to lead you to that. Ask the Holy Spirit to prompt you. What are the battles that I should be fighting right now in my life? Not necessarily the people, but what are those battles? We'd like for you to go to masculinejourneyradio.org and register for the boot camp coming up November 9th through 12th.